Hello fellow geeks! Welcome to another episode of Stolen Fate from Level 1 Geek. As usual, we have Chase as our plant-loving game master, M as the warm-hearted crunk, Katie as the quick-crafting gingham, and Tori, that's me, as the escape artist Jack. This is the audio version of our actual play video series, which you can watch over at youtube.com slash level1geek. Now, let's roll! Welcome back, fellow geeks, to Stolen Fate. Last time we left you guys off, you were exiting a portal from the theater that was burning to the ground. Jack, you had helped somebody, got a very expensive signet ring. You guys now find yourselves in the courtyard of Harrowcourt. Did anybody spend any resources in that, like focus points, spell slots, etc.? Yeah, at least a Bunches. scroll. Yeah, a scroll got spent. I did a disintegrate. I did a wall of force. Right. Um, I cast a spell to go splishy splashy at the person up at the roof Ooh. so they could fall down. All right, cool. We'll be thinking about that. Okay. Let that brew in memory. All right, you guys step through into the Harrow Court. And uh, as soon as you guys step through the portal, courtyard as normal, looks about like the last time you left it, not significantly nicer like the last time you came through, but you see some changes here and there. But you're a little bit distracted from those because what you see as soon as you step through the portal, you see the very large puppet dragon that you just saw, the Lenorm rather, curled up inside your courtyard, kind of where you eat. And uh, you see Shadow is standing in the center of the courtyard, eyes looking very alarmed, little tears streaming down, and there's a big gaping void where Shadow's mouth should be. And within it, there's just like infinite stars. And it looks like matter is being pulled into the mouth, not like an alarming rate, but like it looks like a Kirby vacuum. I'm sorry. Type of situation. <laughs> is there a rate at which that would not be alarming? Yeah. It's like shadows consuming Harrowcourt in its entirety. Just well, sucking just in a little air into a starfold void. What the hell? So note to self, Chase thinks small black holes are fine. <laughs> Eventually it'll all be consumed, but you yeah. know, just not immediately. So it's fine. So, so you guys see that, and then the Lenorm head turns towards you all, and with little clickety-clackety puppety mouth, it says, uh, How's it going, bosses? Uh, shouldn't we be asking you that? Oh, things are going fine. Get any new epitomies? What is, what is happening with his mouth? Uh, not to be disrespectful, bosses, did you get any new epitomies? It's a bit urgent. Yes, we can you do. slap one out, please. We could really use it. It seems as if time is of the essence. Who has the epitome? Who does have the epitome? I think Gingham. I thought Gingham took it. Does Gingham have that? Gingham, you uh, want to rip that off before we're all consumed into whatever this is? Oh, uh, it's not that urgent. I think it's a that urgent. Uh, you you guys don't breathe air, right? No, we definitely we I've breathed air my whole life. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's likely to change uh, for us. Okay, um, it's a little urgent then. Okay, hurry up, Gingham. Do the I, do the thing. I I got it. Gingham will throw it off. All right. So once you peel this one off, a little satisfying snap off of the card, and a light goes flickering out into the township somewhere. As it does, it the little like light trail that it leaves behind this time 
apparates little items that float down and little sparks of energy that flow into all of you. What this does first off is anything that you used in the theater, you didn't actually, it's it's reappears in front of you. So any items like potions you drank, scrolls you used, they apparate back into existence and you can add them back to your inventory. Any spell slots you used, any focus points you used, those are all restored. Any health that you lost is restored. It's like it didn't happen. It was just part of the play, right? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then you guys see it whisper into the township somewhere. Now, for the players, the benefit that you get from the theater for the epitome is that you have a theater that is added to your township that will perform plays based on previous adventures that you guys have gone on for different cards. And you guys can have one of these active, you can do one a day, basically, day of downtime. You spend requesting a play and watching a play. And for 48 hours or for the entirety of your next card adventure, you'll get plus two to recall knowledge checks that are similar to events that happened on the play that you rewatched. So, for example, if you were to rewatch a play on the juggler, you'd get plus two to recall knowledge about things that are large or dragons or treasure hoards, etc. How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Can they be really bad reenactments i'm thinking like avatar the last airbender the oh, actors yeah. are all like really terribly cast and it's wildly inaccurate but it's weirdly accurate on the stuff that we need to make knowledge checks about <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so you rip that off light flies out there creates a theater somewhere out in the township your items reapparate in the glow and notably the void opening where shadow's mouth should be shrinks to a tiny little hole but still definitely a little hole with just voids of stars well that definitely did something hey you you all might not want to stay here until we get this sorted out what is this you, you exactly. got another one in you no <laughs> good 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 joke boss really though we could we could use a fix what's going on oh you need another epitome why, why is he like that though can't we just kill him and be done with it? He's kind of creepy anyways. Oh, that would make things much, much worse. Why? Well, you see the size of that hole? I mean, imagine the size of that hole if you were to kill him. I was hoping the hole would disappear with him. Oh, no, it'd get bigger. What if we brought him with us and then left him? You like Galerion, get... right? That's the place you're from? I read a book. Uh -huh. Are you saying he would consume Galerion? Maybe. Well, maybe also nothing would happen. It's true. I haven't read enough books to know about that, but, you know, I got a bad feeling about it. Uh, what is he? Have you read enough books to answer that question? Let me get back to you on that, boss. I got to focus on this part. Could you potentially just go get us another epitome? Also, maybe hold your breath for a little bit. Hi. <gasps> well... Which one are we going to go through next? That one? I don't think we're supposed to be breathing right now. Just go through that one. And Crunk points at the snaky one. Then Jack is going to do like this one second. He's going to think about his room. Uh-huh. I'm hoping that it works still. Yeah. Okay. He's going to think about his room. He's going to go through the closet. He's going to run into the Grand Bazaar. And he's going to buy three antidotes. 
okay. As you're going to take the antidotes, I mean, that's probably going to take a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't think you guys are going to be able to hold your breath that whole time. I was just well, hoping there might be enough oxygen. I don't <laughs> think Gingham breathes. That's uh, be true. Because Gingham's a poppet. I'm pretty sure Gingham doesn't breathe air. Probably not. That's true. It's Which just is, you know, progressively getting more and more purple. You're turning a little bit more blue, boss. Let me get a let me get a little bit of a tint around you. And uh, the the Lenore will peel off its uh, green fabric, and it will like form a little tent around you. Are you okay? Yeah, that should be fine. Don't ask me if I'm all right, Gingham. I saw what you did to that man. Jack might not be here, and Jack might not have witnessed it, but I watched you convince a man to die. Convinced him to die, convinced him to help us. He said that he was afraid of the fire, and he didn't want to do it. And you bullied him. I watched it happen. It wasn't out of ill intent. It was to help you put the fire out. He didn't do shit, did he? No, not in the end. You bullied a weak weakling, an actor with lily hands, to approach a fire, and he crispened. Forgive me for... Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong that he had lily <clears throat> hands and he was crisping. I do not approve. You were angry and you bullied and now a man is dead and that is on your hands. But and then was... you rifled his pockets. Where's the card? And now we have to go out on a quest immediately and I didn't even get a nap. You guys hear a high-pitched whistling sound. Jack, you get back from the Grand Bazaar. You're heading back to the courtyard, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, you start to feel a little lightheaded as soon as you get back in. And as you walk down the hallway towards the courtyard, there is just Shadow's face lining the walls where all the paintings used to be with just that tiny little void mouth that's just like screaming like a tea kettle. Jack's running to the portal with these antidotes. (laughs) This little head pokes out of like a tent was crunk mm-hmm. and then down by his knees gingham's head also pokes out of the tent okay yeah. time to go come on he grabs the fabric that you guys are both wrapped in shamble through the snake bite portal all right so you guys are going through the archway of books towards the snake bite let us change maps shall we i mean nothing could be worse than a house lined with shadows tea kettle screaming face so i can think of a few things but name one sure. No, I don't want to. (laughs) Really? Name one. I just said I could think of, I am capable of thought is what Uh I meant. Oh, wow. We just dropped into the middle of something, didn't we? We did. So you guys walk through the portal. Can I? uh, Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I'm nervous about what's going to happen next. Can I just say one thing really quick? As we uh-huh. are walking through the portal and I've grabbed them and we're shuffling, I just hand each of them their antidotes. And, oh, yeah, for and I'm sure. just like, let's go. Okay, I just, in case we are immediately fighting, I didn't want to waste an action to go give them their antidotes. And then, anyway, you have your bottles, okay? That's all. <laughs> Love it. All right, you guys have your bottles. You step through the portal. And as you step through the portal... You step into a beautiful jungle clearing. There's lots of bright vegetation around you, very lush vegetation at your feet. It looks like it's nearing sundown wherever you are. And speaking of wherever you are, somebody could roll society if you want to know what location you're in. 
Oh, I suppose I could do such a thing. What about a four? Sorry. <clears throat> 22. 22, okay. 28. 28. Hey, hey, I lost hero points last session, and I uh-huh. think that if we got replenished, we should also replenish our hero points. It was all part of the play. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll accept it. Wow. What a kind and benevolent GM. I can't remember if I had one or two, so I'm just going to recover one. Sounds good. No, I got two because I went to the the carnival. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. (laughs) And I rolled a 3M just to make you feel better. Thank you. All right. So nobody got a 30 there that I didn't hear, right? We had an esoteric lore at what, 25? 28. 28 esoteric. Okay, yeah, you guys don't really know where you're at. But more noticeably than your surroundings is the figures that are surrounding you, which are some lizard-like folk that look like this. Who wants to give a description? I do. Have you ever imagined an angry iguana standing on two legs wearing leather armor with seaweed dripping out of its armor? It's got a long slittery tongue and it has green magic in its hands? That's what this looks like. I can't say I've ever imagined that specifically, but I would agree it is what it looks like. Indeed. Now, these figures are all actually swirling some green magic like that. Though they're currently not swirling it towards you, it looks like they're casting it on the vegetation surrounding this clearing. And then briefly, after you guys step through the portal, one of them turns back towards you and notices you, and they all jump, and all of them draw sickles from their side holsters and kind of nervously point them at you. This one up here to the north takes a very cautious step forward and speaks to you in a language that none of you understand. It's kind of a hissy language with clicks in between. The one to the north? One to the north stepped, uh, took a cautious step towards Krunk and started speaking in language you don't understand. What are you all doing? Immediately, Andy's coming. Kingdom just, <laughs> he just dropped Even to the they ground. already saw you <laughs> yeah. animated. They didn't actually spot you immediately. You probably spotted them a brief moment before they turned to notice you. So, yeah, go ahead and make me your stealth check. I would love to do that. Yeah, this is 21. It's fine. 21. Okay. What are, what are the uh, rest of you doing? Rock <laughs> is going to put a hand up as like a, a quick pause. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, and I'm going to cycle through a few languages. Do you speak? And then I'll say, repeat it in Dwarven and then Elven and then Mwangi and then Orcish. Just kind of cycle through a bunch of different languages and see if I can find one that they they speak. Do you want to roll me a performance for your impression? Oh, I would love to roll a performance. All right. This is the plus 15. And we rolled a grand oh. 14 for 29. Awesome. So as you're going through the languages, it kind of tilts its head to the side and listens to you, tongue flickering every so often. It gestures a hand to the ones behind you all, and they all lower their sickles and put them at their sides, and they continue doing their green magic and going back to whatever they were doing before. This one continues to listen to you, Krunk, and just looks confused and shakes its head. Jack will pick it up. And try any languages that Krunk didn't try. Yeah, you try your languages. You, it's 
tries to speak back and you get the impression that it's trying to speak in a couple different languages as well, but none of you connect with any of your languages that you know. Wow, that's so unfortunate. I'm going to reach over and pick up Gingham and pretend like I'm puppeteering it in a hope that Gingham tries a few languages. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just aggressively holding the back of the head and like lifting it and jer- like jolting him around. It looks kind of confused and narrows its eyes and does like a confused clap. Mm, I'll take a bow. But doesn't seem to uh, understand. It's going to hold up a clawed finger. And it's going to find a stick on the ground and it's going to clear out an area like on the dirt where there's some vegetation. It's going to start drawing some symbols. It's going to point at all of you and it's going to make like a cutthroat motion. And then it's going to draw a symbol of a crescent moon, an ovaled face with definitely reptilian features, kind of like its own face, but with very big fangs. And above the reptilian head, it's going to draw a little rectangle with kind of a spiraled symbol in the middle of the rectangle, which is very reminiscent of the back of all of your horror cards. Chase. Uh Uh-huh. One, I would like to make some sort of check to try and interpret this, but could I make an argument that for some sort of maybe small bonus for having the linguist dedication? Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know their language, but Jack has studied a great many languages. So yeah. maybe that could be In fact, I'll just give it to you. I can't tell you. The, okay. the, it looks like they're trying to communicate that some sort of creature that he's drawing with, with a card above its head is going to threaten all of you come nightfall. It's going to make a, a pleading symbol and gesture to all of the rest of them. You kind of get the impression that it's asking for help. Okay. Jack will stream of consciousness interpret the drawings aloud to Crunk and Gingham, but they think Gingham is a doll, so. Uh, do you want me to try and draw back, Crunk? I guess that's kind of where we're at, huh? Um, well, why don't I just point at the symbol, and Crunk points at the symbol, and then I'll smile at him, and I'm gonna give this, like, humongous toothy grin, and then I'll show him that I'll fight. And Crunk pulls his huge bastard sword and, like, hefts his shield. He points at you and nods excitedly and does another pleading symbol. Mm, I'm going to slam my shield with my bastard sword. I've got this. We we speak a similar language. Right. Jack points at the lizard card thing that they drew and then starts pointing in different directions. Where is this creature? First off, before we continue with that, anybody can roll me here. After you see the drawings and you get an idea of what's going on, anybody can roll me either a religion or an undead lore, if you would like to. Mm. I don't have undead lore, but I do have religion being blessed by Desna, as I am. Nat 20. I'm so freaking blessed. I'm so blessed. It's unreal. So blessed. And a 31 for Esoteric. Okay, so the 31 doesn't quite get what's going on, but Crunk, the the drawing with the fangs and the humanoid face and the card above the head, it 
remind you of a book you read maybe at some point on some types of creatures that are called Zheng Shis, which are vampires that reside in the Tianjia region. Zheng Shis are terrifying hopping vampires from Tianjia. Though similar to other vampires, they are undead, they drain vital energy from the living, and they can be slain only in specific ways. Zheng Shi feast upon the breath of the living, also known as Qi, instead of blood. While they possess unique powers, including their magic deflecting paper fulus, uh, which they wear above their heads, that's what the picture kind of reminded you of, they have extraordinary jumping ability and immunity to sunlight. Zheng Shi also possess unique vulnerabilities, such as the inability to see living creatures, save through breath sense, a revulsion to bells and mirrors, and near stupefying melancholia. Thankfully, most Zheng Shi can't create vampiric spawn. That's what you remember reading about them. And uh, I'll give you two offense, defense, or special abilities. What two categories do you want? Hmm, let's do special abilities and then defense. What do we need to look out for and how do we kill it? Man, there's a lot to unpack with these. So let's get into it. These are, you, you probably read some sort of book on undead at some point of like, a lot of undead are known for having a lot of very weird, obscure vulnerabilities. So for the defense, they're immune to death effects, disease, paralyzed, poison, sleep. They have a weird aversion where they can never be prone. It's physically impossible for them, even if they want to like lay down or get on a knee, they are incapable of doing so. Um, they also resist all physical damage except for Darkwood. They have a Fulu, which they wear above their head. And as long as that Fulu resides above their head, they have fast healing 10. So stealing that away from them will take away some of their powers. Okay. Oh, and I guess for some of their obscure vulnerabilities that you read about, they have an aversion to bells, mirrors, melancholia, and they are also actually quite vulnerable to rice. They do not like rice. And in fact, when a Zheng Shi is slain, they will regenerate extremely quickly and they'll regenerate often more powerful unless their bodies are immediately buried in something like bells or rice. As for special abilities, they are very powerful spellcasters, typically, of the divine nature. They are able to drain somebody's key if they have them paralyzed or grabbed, and draining the key will heal them, it will drain the character, and if they drain enough people, they can ascend to a more powerful Jingxi. Okay, that's a lot of information. A lot of information. I didn't make the initial religion check, but could I make mine and see if maybe I can get just one last, any last bits? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, 28. Yeah, you're not really sure. Okay. Oh, one other important thing, I guess, and that you should know, they're negative energy affinitive because they are undead. Also, as long as they have their Fulu, they are immune to any spells from items. So anything that does not take an actual spell slot, they're immune to it. Wow. Even your cards. We're going to need a lot of rice. <laughs> and bells, apparently. And, bells. and mirrors. You think Krunk's eyes narrow of this book and beers in his mind of all this information, and he just sort of peeks over at Jack. We're going to need rice, bells, and mirrors. Okay. If you say that out loud, Krunk, anybody can roll a nature. Okay. Oh no, Jack. Dang it. That's an at one from Jack. Jack, use a hero point. <laughs> 32 from Gingham. No, I'll let it stand. This isn't combat. 
<laughs> she just can't pull a card. Jack, to you, it looks like they're doing some sort of terraforming magic around here that's maybe going to elevate this place. Gingham, you notice that whatever magic they're doing, it looks like they are trying to accelerate the growth of some rice plants with this uh, green magic that they're doing. It's like they're trying to get a ring of rice plants to grow around you guys. How does Gingham communicate this? Just sits up and is like, I was just thinking about that. I imagine Gingham's like face down on the ground because Krunk just dropped them immediately to do the battle displays. <laughs> They're just uh, just staring lifelessly at the the rice growing ritual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jack's perception's like super high, right? Uh, it's a twenty-one. Gingham will twitch a couple fingers and hope that Jack sees it. All right, he'll head over to where Gingham is crumpled on the ground. And just kneel down and act as if he's looking at their drawings in the ground still, but he'll mutter to Gingham, What? What do you see? They're growing the, the rice at an accelerated pace. They're trying to get ready, I think. Oh, is that what they're doing? I thought they were like trying to raise the earth up no. out of this area. Yeah, I thought that seemed kind of like an ambitious plan, so the rice thing oh, makes more sense now. That, okay. That does seem ambitious. I Hey Crunk, what what's with the rice? Is that gonna help us kill this thing? Oh, most assuredly. And Crunk will explain everything. Mechanically, Crunk, you would know that if so somebody is brandishing a fresh stalk of rice, the creature cannot come within 10 feet of that person at oh. least until they adjust to it it's a temporary fix but it can temporarily repel oh sweet crump will definitely explain that do you think they have any bells around we'll try to ask them jack will draw a bell a little hand bell on the ground and look at the guy it shakes its head and then points around to all of the budding rice plants it does the green magic like, as if trying to draw all of your attention and then points it in, like, all of you. I wonder if it wants us to help. Yeah, I, I, this is not really my area. You know I'm anything gonna, about this? I'm going to gesture for him to continue and see if I can figure it out. As you watch the ritual, Kronk, you figure that they, it looks like they're leading a ritual. So it looks like anybody could technically hop in and try to assist it. It would just be following into the, the magic that they're doing. Even somebody like Jack could do it. You don't have to possess magic. One could really do this. How hard could it possibly be? Why don't we all try? Right, the both of us. Jack will grab the gingham doll and tuck it under his arm and try and follow the ritual. All right. We're going to like a brief downtime here. This, this is a lengthy ritual. So are any of you guys going to try to help him? Is there anything else that you guys want to do? Does anyone have any mirrors or anything that could... Serve well, as a mirror? I was thinking about that, and Gingham's a literal uh, hoarder of random shit. And I feel like Gingham would have small mirrors. Yeah, so you have some small mirrors. You would figure, Krunk, that having an actual rice stock would do about the same thing the mirror would do, though the rice would probably be more effective. Okay. The mirrors Sounds are good. more something that makes them uncomfortable, whereas the rice will physically repel them for a time. Um, if we can, okay, yeah, but we have to grow the rice in order for that to work. And we know, so it was rice, mirrors, bells. Is it actual bells or is it the sound of bells? Do I know? Actual bells. Maybe I can craft bells with all of my random shit. You want to try to craft some bells? 
yeah, to come to life, can I roll a performance to like someone does hocus pocus and suddenly gingham's a thing? Yeah, sure. What a high roll for something so silly. A 37. 37. I love it. Yeah, everybody looks like you see little smiles and they look impressed by the trick and you know, even more impressed when you actually start going to work and helping. The one who first tried to communicate with you will also hold up a finger and do another drawing. He goes over by the same drawing of the creature face that he drew and he draws a leaf, a big leaf, and then he draws a heart above the leaf and then draws a arrow from the heart pointing to the creature. And Jack, you can gather he's trying to communicate, plants love the creature. Oh, he'll point to the rice plants. He doesn't know. Okay, I don't really know how plants can love it. That seems weird. Although we did just recently run into a living plant. Well, you know, like a moving plant. I know they're all alive, Gingham. Don't get all technical with me. (laughs) Well, maybe it's like... Maybe it will use the plants against us. Aye, and be concealed, and we should all watch out, maybe? I mean, I guess I could start trying to clear some of it away, but this is already a bit of a clearing that we're in. You know I could set the place on fire if you wish, Jack. I'm getting the sense that maybe they also live here, so I don't know if setting fire... I mean, I guess I could ask. Jack will do a little sketch of fire and, like, point around. Okay, yeah, that's a no. That's a no-go. That's a hard no. (laughs) No No-go on the fire. Okay, I see. I also personally, I don't know about you guys, but I've had enough of blazing infernos for quite a while. I think we're we're set on that quota. Were were you even there, Jack, to see the blazing inferno? It was such an exciting thing. I convinced those guards to help you guys. And I saved that general dude from the assassins or the kidnapping or whatever. Yeah, we haven't had time to unpack this. Jack convinced some people to help. What are you doing? What what are you saying? Why are you saying it in that tone of voice as if you told me this all along? That's not what I'm implying. What are you implying with that tone, that C? I'm saying that... Jack got help, and I... The uh, snake guy taps all of you on the shoulder and then grabs the stick and points a few times at the moon and then points up at the sky. Fine. Let's get a move on. I would like to re-prepare my spells before night falls, but I shall help until in the meantime. You do your thing. And by the way, Gingham, you didn't bully people who were incapable into aiding. You don't know. I'm just going to do, do the ritual over here. I'll be right over here. Okay. Don't know as if we didn't see them doing it. You didn't see what Jack did to say anything to help convince Well, I'm them. saying they didn't die. Okay, didn't okay. Both of, you, both of you, shut up. Crunk, you go do the ritual or do your spells over there. Gingham, you go over there. And if you guys come within five feet of each other before the thing is here attacking us, then so help me gods. Crunk, I will tell Desna. Desna sees everything, Jack. So much you know. And Crunk's gonna stomp off. The speaker of these uh, snake people is gonna crouch down by Gingham and kind of look very closely at your face. And he's gonna grab your hand and look at it and then just gives you a big smile and a wave. Gingham waves back. Hello. Looks very amused and then he stands up and goes back to work. Gingham's gonna plop down right where they are. 
and start crafting. Okay. All right. Jack will join the ritual. All right. Jack's joining the ritual. Crunk's joining the ritual. Gingham, what are you doing with the bells? What's your plan with the bells? Let me let me see how good this is. It's it's not great. It's a 28 with all of the random stuff in my bag of holding. Okay. A 28 will succeed at making okay. enough bells for something allegedly. Okay. Okay. Allegedly, you know, I'll take it. Gingham will how long does this take though to craft? Probably like four hours. Okay. How much time does it seem like we have before yeah. nightfall? Maybe a good few hours or more. More or less than four hours? Probably a little less than. Oh, okay. But I mean, you know, okay. you can you can start crafting. Like you can figure completing the full project will probably take about four hours. But same with completing the ritual crunk, as far as you can tell is probably around the same time frame. A few hours for each. Funk thinks that if we work hard, nothing bad will happen. Mm-hmm. That's okay. very cute and optimistic. Can-do attitude we appreciate the most. So are you just making bells and, like, holding them, Gingham? Well, actually, Gingham can't go within five feet of Crunk, so Gingham's going to hand them to Jack. Cool. What do you do with the bells, Jack? How, how many are there? A bunch. A bunch, a bunch they of look, bells. They, yeah, I feel like they look kind of denty and a little sure. shitty. Kind of, do you know? How Gingham's would a MO. homemade bell look? Yeah, <laughs> it's probably exactly. how it would look. Slightly rusted. But Jack jingles them, and I assume they they function as bells. Yeah, um, some of the people cheer. They turn and see the bells and cheer and pat you on the back. Gingham bows. Jack will go toward like one edge of the clearing looking mm-hmm. at the guy they've been communicating with and sort of with a question in his eyes, like hang the, try to hang the bell, like on like a tree or a bush or something. Yeah. He'll give an excited nod and he'll go get some twine for you and like, help okay. you, like maybe make a perimeter with bells. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll do that with him then. All right. Crunk and Jack for one, we're, we're getting a special resource here for this part called ritual points. We're going to give you one ritual point for the bells we're giving you one ritual point because you all worked peacefully with these people. And then Crunk and Jack, you guys are assisting with the ritual. Assisting with this ritual is going to require either a farming lore or survival check seems most optimal to figure out how to tap into this magic they're creating and apply it around the bushes. Okay. Um, or you can do a nature or religion check to try to just aid with empowering the magic. Okay, I'm going to do survival. I'm trained in that. I would prefer to do, I guess, religion and nature are the same. So I'll do nature. Neither of you are capable of casting primal spells, right? Uh, no. Okay, roll them up. I rolled survival and I rolled a 33. There's going to be a critical success. It's going to give you two more ritual points. Okay. Jack, continuing his streak of rolling below 10. And that would be a 26. 26. And that's on which one? Nature. Would you like to hear a point? You're two off. Okay, yeah, I'll roll again. Maybe I'll get higher. Excellent. Nice. A 34. Ooh. 34 is going to succeed. Jack uses his knowledge of growing up in a foresty area. It's different from a jungle, but he feels at home in nature and he 
just thinks really hard about those memories in the woods and tries to add it to the nature magic. Ooh, nice. All right. So I, that's going to be, yeah. With my critical success, I was just wondering if I could also potentially re- like redo my spells before shit goes down. Oh, like re-prepare something? Yeah, mm-hmm. you would have time. Sure. Okay, cool. Go ahead and get those re-prepared. And in the meantime, let's do a little bit of magic on the map. So that means you guys got five ritual points. So that is going to give you guys some rice stalks around the area. It's going to give you 10 rice plants worth. There we go. There's some rice plants on the map for you guys. And they have bells added around them, notably. So you guys are helping with this ritual, and it's it's pretty tiring. Like, this takes quite a while, a few hours. Gingham, you've been crafting bells. They've been taking the bells from you and stringing them around the uh, the plants as they can. Then... You know, they continue their green magic, trying to grow the plants. Jack and Crunk are helping. Night falls as this is happening. And you guys do see a crescent moon rises up in the sky, up above in the jungle. Everybody's still working pretty hard. Go ahead and roll me a perception. So 32 for Jack. 25. 29. Jack, are you trained in nature? I am. Excellent. So with your perception... You notice some rustling off in the side of the jungle. With your training in nature, you recognize that this rustling, it looks just like vegetation blowing in the wind at first, but then you recognize this is actually some sort of moving plant. Let's go ahead and show y'all what this looks like. Somebody can describe it for me. I can, since Jack spotted it. It is a big mass of vines that have mouths at the end of the vines with sharp teeth. I don't know if that's about all I can really think to describe them as. Just a big bundle of mouthy vines. They're almost like snakes, but they're clearly plants. Yeah, and they are pretty large clusters, and you actually see them coming from all different directions, Jack. I've put them on the map here for you all. You guys can take these perception checks, and you can use them as your initiative, which we are going to roll. So generous. Yeah. Yeah, Jack shouts out, Oh, God, it's more plants. They've got teeth and stuff. I hate plants. Uh-oh. <laughs> All the people that have been helping you will look pretty alarmed and draw their sickles as well. You guys, since Jack noticed, can draw weapons or whatever you want to prepare as well. May I use Battle Cry? Sure. All right. I noticed this plant. Oh, well, I guess the one closest to me coming out of the edge of the clearing. So Jack alerts everyone. And then he yells at the closest bundle of vines. You're about to find out what happened to the last plants that attacked us. And I'm going to try and intimidate it. I don't know how that awesome. works on it plants. Feels. But... <laughs> yeah, they, they are immune. It fails. They are immune. <laughs> I heard heels for a minute and I was like, um. It's worth, worth it a shot. It your words and it sustains it. No, it just, uh, it is immune. I'm rolling the many initiatives involved in this fight. So we are going to begin this encounter. These uh, plants come stomping through the forest here. You guys all have access to an extra reaction during this fight if you would like to use it. Now, these rice plants, they're kind of forming a full circle around this perimeter, but they've kind of tried to spread them out so that it covers the most ground. But the actual stalks of the, the plants that are keeping it together are these tokens on the map. You guys, if you're adjacent to one of these and one of these are attacked, you can take a reaction to take the hit for the rice plant. No, the rice plant. 
This thing's going to move up to there and it's going to be done. Okay. This one's going to move up in here and it's going to be done. Well, at least they're slow. All right, Jack, you're up. Okay. So Jack has pulled out his weapons. So he'll move, he'll stride, and then I will try to feint. I don't know if it can be off guard, but I'm going to try. You got it. <laughs> I don't know if it'll fall for my tricks, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> I'll use assurance. I'll try okay. that. That gives you a 28? Yeah. That's going to succeed. Nice. Okay. So if it is not immune to being uh, off guard, then it I... It is not. All right. Great. Then I strike at it. That is a 37. Okay. A 37 with the off guard is going to be a crit. Yes. Nice. Okay. 54 damage. Okay. And it's bleeding if it can bleed. That it can. So you stab this thing and it seeps some like green ichor as you pierce through one of the vines. And it is going to take a reaction when you hit it and it's going to try to snap at you. Okay. Aha! Ooh, a nat one. We Draw need a the card. card. Draw the card. All right. It is stunned one on its next turn. Ooh. Okay, any other actions for you? Nope, I strided, I strode, I fainted, and I struck. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, Chase. For my last strike, I want to do my step strike. So, I, Or I want to step. Oh, yeah, go for it. And strike. Yeah, anyway, I just don't want to be right next to it. So I okay. poke it and step away. This guy sees that you're going for it. He's going to rush up and attack as well. He's going to attack with his sickle. Oh. Double crits? Oh, double crits on 20. this vine monster. Man. Man, yeah. oh, man. He's not ready. All right. Ten. Ooh, big money. Good job, you. And then he is gonna he's gonna move up, he's gonna strike, and then he's gonna look very nervous at these snapping vines, and he's gonna back up for his third action. Good call. We'd hate to have another NPC walk up to the threat and then immediately die. Huh? Okay. Oh yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this one's going to step up and is making a strike against this one down here. And a 29 is going to hit and he's going to do some damage. He hits it for seven and this thing is going to take a reaction and snap back at him. A 31 is going to hit him and he is going to get grabbed. So this thing bites onto him and looks like it's trying to eat him. Oh, no. Wait, it reacted and did this? Uh-huh. Did the same thing to you, just not one oh that yeah i forgot about that so this guy's gonna take 25 damage and be grabbed that's his turn and gingham you're up gingham would like to of course exploit the vulnerability of the one that jack has already stabbed okay you got it go ahead and roll the esoteric lore 35 35 is a success and this is a recall knowledge for you as well right yes sir all right, these are giant fly traps. Because they blend in so well with surrounding foliage, giant fly traps can use the element of surprise to make quick strikes against unsuspecting adventurers and forest travelers. Fly traps are dangerous creatures so eager to feed on humanoids and larger prey as they are monstrous insects. All right, and then you just get to know the weaknesses for this one, right? Mortal weaknesses, if they've got any. Yep, they are weak to fire by 10. Obviously, tracks. Oh, these are, yep, fire. Jack, <laughs> step here, pull out more fiery twine, twine that, you know, invoked the fire, 
and uh-huh. wrap it around Jack's forearm. It's fire again. Yeah, I figured, but good to just double check. Thanks. I... Excellent. We're so unfazed by this now. We're just like, yep, okay. <laughs> More carnivorous plants. Like, uh-huh, sure. All right, this one over here is going to go, and it is going to destroy this rice plant. It's going to destroy this rice plant, and then it is going to move for its last action. Does it destroy the bells, too? Right up to here. It destroys the bells in that area, yeah. And that's going to take two of your ritual points away, which puts you guys down to three. And that is its turn. Crunk, you're up. Nobody's adjacent to the other ones, and they won't get there either, huh? Well, one lizard guy is adjacent to one. But we don't, I don't think they're going to take the reaction, will they? They might. And he's grabbed, though. He's grabbed. Well, the one down there is, but we've got a couple who could go toward two to the, what is that, southeast. Yeah, we've got got three Nagajis who have not acted yet. And maybe Krunk could, like, point out the rice plants, like... Or, uh-huh. like, give them some kind of, like, direction. If you want to direct them to do something, I'll let you spend an action to do so. I am I don't have the action economy as a tank to do it, unfortunately, if I have okay. to use an action to do it. Crunk will, with weapons brandished, charge across to get adjacent to this one last rice plant. And then do an ignition on it, Chase, which is a cantrip. And since it is in melee, it does d6s. Oh, yeah, do it. Not a spell strike, just attacking with the cantrip, right? Yep. I don't have enough actions for that. A 39. That's a crit. 48. Okay, 48 fire damage, correct? That's right. That's going to be 68 fire damage. Incredible. Okay, and that was just just a spell, right? That was none of the uh, other effects. That's correct. I just moved up and did one spell. Oh, and it takes persistent fire damage. Wow, it's the heightened does the persistent as well? That is correct. That's wild. What a good spell. Okay, yeah, this thing goes up in flames, and then it is going to, as a reaction, take a snap at you, Crunk. Okay. How about a 27? A 27 is a big ol' miss. Okay. That's my turn. Pretty good turn. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. This thing is going to go. It is going to see that that thing was chomping at some plants. And it's going to stand up over here and attack this one and do its best. That is going to miss. And then uh, it's going to twirl its scythe defensively. And that's that one's turn. This one down here is going to attack this one with its buddy. And it's going to hit, do a little bit of damage. Nope, it's going to miss. My bad. And it's going to twirl defensively. And that's that one's turn. And then we've got this one left. And this one is going to try to break its buddy free out of the grasps of this plant here. So for those listening, we've got a circular clearing. And we've got three big vine plants, one kind of to the south, one to the north-ish, and then one to the east. Jack and Gingham and one Nagaji are dealing with one to the east. Krunk is solo burning alive the one to the north. (laughs) And then three Nagaji friends are having a time with the one in the south. We've lost both our rice plants to the west. 
All right, here we go. He's going to make an attack and try to... He's using an athletics to try to break him free. Ooh, I got four, though. Doesn't work. He's going to try again. No go. Well, All right. That's good. Mm. And it is this one's turn up here. And this one is going to attempt to break this rice plant. Jack, would you like to take the hit with a reaction? Or would you like to see if your buddy's going to do it? I'll do it. I'll take it. Okay. Jack does think about letting the other guy take the hit, but no, I'll, I'll do it. You're suffering this much damage. Okay, 21 damage. Five of its acid, if that matters for you. It does not. It is going to get pretty angry that you just got in the way of that, and it's going to take a snap at you. I want to use Nimble Dodge. Okay. I don't think it'll matter. 36. It will not matter. It's a hit. That is going to be 22 more damage, and then it's going to grab you as a free action. I'm going to use a reaction as Jack gets grabbed, though. Gingham's amulet flashes take 14 less damage. Okay. Nice. That snaps at you. Gingham's uh, talisman protects you from most of it, but it still grabs you. And then as its last action, it's going to try to break the plant again. But this... Doesn't it only have two actions? Oh, you're right. This one is stunned. Thank you. It do be uh -huh. stunned. It's not doing anything. Good catch. That is its turn. And at the end of its turn, it's going to take 12 bleed damage. And it's not going to stop. Good. It's not going to stop at all. All right. We've got this one down below. And this one is going to swallow this guy whole. Oh. It's its first action. No. I don't oh. love that. I was sad for the guy, and then I quickly realized that actually I'm just now extra nervous for myself. <laughs> You're really methoding Jack here. All right. The guy takes 12 damage from being swallowed whole and, you know, is swallowed whole. And then as a second action, it is going to try to break this plant right over here. But it is not going to be able to. Oh, wait. You guys were at five ritual points before, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And it broke two plants? Yeah, yeah right. Okay, two plants is one ritual point. So you guys were at four. Okay. So this guy's taking the damage for the plant that's trying to destroy. And that damage is going to be 22 damage to this guy. Hang in there, Nagaji friends. And these guys look like they're not getting hurt quite as bad from the acid as you guys. They look a little resistant to it. And then it is going to break a plant again over here as its last action. That's still for ritual points because that's not two down yet. All right, that's that one's turn. Jack, you're up. Okay, I'm grabbed. You so are grabbed. I'm thinking I might, might try to escape. That's an acrobatics? Athletics, acrobatics, or melee attack roll. Hmm. The melee attack roll will stack your multiple attack penalty if that's the route you choose. I understand. Okay. I'll go ahead and try an acrobatics. Okay. That is a 31. 31 is right on the money. Woo. Okay. No longer grabbed. Yeah. Jack, being a slender guy, just sort of shrimps his way out of the vine tangles. Wet noodles? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and lands on the ground. Then he will 
oh, I have the weakness on my sword now. So you know what? I'm going to not worry about it being off guard. I'm just going to step strike as I step in back into its range. Okay, you got it. That is a 42. 42 is going to crit. Okay, unfortunately, no sneak attack damage on this one. But so that is 51 damage total. Okay, 51 damage total. It's going to take its reaction and it's going to try to bite you. Okay, that will hit. 37 to hit you. There's the damage. Ow. 28. Okay. And you are grabbed again. Ugh. All right. I guess I'll try to escape again. Yeah, I'll try to escape because I don't want to get swallowed on its turn. You got it. Here we go. Rolling. 32. Nice. All right. I slip out. It cannot cannot keep hold of me. Too quick. (laughs) All right. That's my turn. It is this friend right here. This friend sees that Jack is hurt. And it is going to cast a heal on you, Jack. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Ooh, These are by far good. the most useful NPCs we have come across. In like a minute. Yeah. All right, 51 healing to you, 51. Jack. 51, holy. Thank you. I'm nearly to full. <laughs> wow, Jack, Jack, that's Jack's reaction too. The, the Nagaji like comes and heals him. And he's he's like, who was that king? Of, whoa, what the? He's like, whoa. That's like some of the best healing I've ever felt. Jeez. And this one's going to go over here and protect this rice stalk. Is it a rice stalk? Am I using that term right? Or am I just sounding super ignorant about how rice grows? A rice plant, right? So rice rice grows in patties and is tall and stocky in nature. Yes. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Well, I'm going to call it a rice stalk. We know what you're talking about. Maybe (laughs) rice grows in stalks in this world. Who knows? Yeah, you know, that's true. All right. It is this one who is swallowed whole. It is inside the uh, vine belly of this fly trap. So it's going to try to cut itself out. And uh, it's going to hit because it's off guard against these attacks. And we'll see if it does enough damage to break itself out. It does not. No. Eight damage. Not quite enough, huh? No. But it will attack it again. That's a no-go. And it will try again, which is costing it breath but it does not get out. That makes it Gingham's turn. Seeing that this plant next to Krunk might be going, Gingham's got their couple of decks that we found on either hip, so Gingham's going to move upwards, look over to Krunk, grab one deck that has Forbidding Ward in it, and kind of tap the top of it and flip a card off and send it Crunk's direction. So you're going to have Forbidding Word cast on you. And then Gingham's going to grab from the other hip, the other deck, tap it, and do the same thing and cast Guidance on Crunk. Sweet. I love it. And that's it. Three actions. Okay. That was Gingham's turn. And it is this one's turn. This one's on fire. And this one doesn't seem to care so much about the rice anymore. It's just angry at big, fiery Crunk. So it is going to do, wow, which one of these is it going to do? That's not what we love to hear from the GM. Wow. Wow, look at this one. Would you look at that ability? That's neat. 
all of these little angry maws are all going to attack Krunk as two actions. One attack roll. Ooh, I'm rolling so bad. 25. Miss. Okay, and then it's going to do one more normal attack at you. Nice. Wow, I'm rolling so bad. So basically, Krunk just bats the heads with his shield with one and then slashes the other one away with his sword. Does it get hurt? A nat one? A nat one, it is going to like tear a vine and it's going to start taking some bleed. Incredible. Can we say that bleed is actually my reaction, just like it cut itself on my sword? Yeah, I love that. Sweet. That is its turn. It's going to take a bunch of persistence at the end here. So it's going to take 32 because of the weakness from fire. And then it's going to take four from the bleed. We'll see if the fire goes out. It doesn't. We'll see if the bleed goes out. It doesn't. Okay, okay. Crunk, your turn. All right. So I feel like now would be a good time to spell strike, right? Yeah. Yeah, I sure. mean, that's up to okay. you. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Sounds good. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and spell strike on this thing. Let's attack. What about a 32? A 32 will hit. All right. Here is my weapon damage. And then here is my spell damage. And what are you spell striking? I'm doing the same one for the D6s in the fire. And is that is that a cantrip? Yeah. That's a cantrip? Yeah, it's called Ignition. So with the plus 10, that'll be 31. I don't know if you took my melee damage, but it was 22. Okay, yeah, I got it. Okay, so 21 fire damage, 22 physical. 31 with the plus 10. Thank you. That was a spell strike, so that took two actions. Uh -huh. And for my third action, I'm going to go into my Arcane Cascade. Okay. You got it. You got some flames swirling around you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, that is your turn. All right, this one's going to attack and do its best. Oh, that's a bad roll from that from that little guy. I wanted right. to do its bester. Yeah, could it do better than its best? This one's going to deal critical damage to an adjacent ally, so this is going towards you, Jack. Oh, no. Dude. Take a whopping 10. Why is it critical? Ouch. Just what the nat one card says. Why do I you always do get the worst damage? one? Oh. All right, my voice went too high. I have so, a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have opportune backstab. The trigger is when a creature within your melee reach is hit by a melee attack from one of your allies. I'm a creature within my reach, right? Uh-huh. I Could think I you stab? have to attack that creature, though, right? Oh, against the triggering creature. Yeah, so I right. will let you stab yourself if you want. <laughs> Opportune. <laughs> yeah, never saw that coming. So it goes to swing at this thing, and a vine redirects it, and it cuts across your arm, Jack. It looks like it feels so bad. Ah, it's, it's fine. It happens, I guess. He tries again. No freaking okay. way. Okay. Two nat ones. <laughs> What's happening? All right, let's see this one. He falls prone. Oh, poor guy. He's having a bad time. A vine he's trips so, him. He's so he embarrassed and flustered after he sliced Jack's arm that yeah. he just he fell in shame. <laughs> and then his last action, he'll stand up. That guy had a rough turn. Next one. All right, this guy is going to attack. Chase. Yes. I hate to be that person, 
But uh -huh. when I hit that guy, did he want a reaction try to grab me? Yes, he did. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I was so saving nice. my guidance from Gingham, and I was like, man, I should probably use that. Wow. wow. Ooh, Look at what honesty has gotten you. <laughs> wow. Me, I guess. How's a 42 land you with your uh, forbidding ward and everything? All right. Forbidding ward gives me a plus one. And I guess guidance doesn't do anything for me here. I thought I was going to rule a reaction here. So I'm at a 34, 35 with the thing. Okay, it's just going to hit you. Not a crit, though. Just a hit. Yeah, so here's the damage roll. 15, and you're grabbed. Did you want to try to break free instead of going to Arcane Cascade? Because you could have technically done that. Oh, I kind of do. So I have slipped the grasp. Hey, that's gross. Uh, yeah, because I can attempt to attack to escape, and if I succeed, I can stride, step, or make a strike. Well, there you go. So that's the real reason you wanted Chase to remember <laughs> this thing wanted to grab you. <laughs> hey, Chase, don't you, don't you want to try to grab me? Just remembered. Just remembered. Okay. You've triggered my trap card. Oh, <laughs> then you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll slip the grasps, Chase. Okay. So I get to try. I can make an athletics or an acrobatics, if I recall correctly. Yep. I'm going to make an athletics. I'm a master in such things. Okay. Ah! Oh, 29. You do not seven. slip the I grasp. I am using a hero point. Okay. You do slip the grasp. Let's see if I slip it critically. You do. Oh, my. Natural 20, Chase. You do. I don't know if there is a critical Could Crunk get this. some kind of bonus it, on his attack? I'll it, take away your map for the attack if you want to attack it. All right, thank you. Use guidance on it. I'm going to use guidance. Now, I do believe this has to be an unarmed melee, so I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it. Roll. I'm assuming a 26 does not hit this thing. That is going to miss. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. It was a good try, though. Get this grabbed off me. All right, now we've got this guy. This guy's going to try to save his friend with a lot of little strikes. I believe you, little Do better friend. than your other friend. Attack number mm -hmm. one is a hit. We're just going to roll three of them. Attack number two and attack number three. Okay, only one of them hits. Here's the damage. Friend is not freed, but it does a little bit of damage to him. Big seven. Wow, this really makes me feel quite powerful. Right. <laughs> All right. This one's going to try as well. One, two, three. Chase. Stop rolling fives. There yeah, we go. Yay. Yay, not 20. Oh, it's getting stressed. All right. This last one's going to do some critical damage. That is going to be triple damage on this one. There we go. Six more. And with that, he's going to cut his buddy out. <gasps> Yay! Oh, thank goodness. Buddy is not grabbed, but prone. And covered in goo, oh, probably. Anyways, just... Covered in digestive fluids. That's their turn. We're back up to the top to this fly trap right in front of Jack. And this one's equally as angry as the one that attacked Crunk. So all four of these things are going to attack Jack. Hey. Any reactions for you, Jack? Nimble dodge. There we go. Oh, why do you always Man, we're just like we're, there's no middle ground tonight. No, I, just I have literally never seen Nimble Dodge be helpful. 
Not a single time ever. The day it saves your life, though. Maybe. You'll be super maybe happy. it will. Maybe it will. Okay, that's a crit. All right, Jack, you need to make a fortitude save or die. Uh, what? Is that for real? That is for real. That is the crit card that has been drawn. So roll good. Oh, my little child, Jackman. Okay. <laughs> Come on, search it. This session just became way more stressful than I was prepared for. <laughs> okay. Oh my, what happens if I don't roll? Can I just delay it forever and then tell you forget about it? And then. <laughs> do you have well, any hero until points? Next week, I do. You can dump all your hero points if you fail, and you'll be okay. I only have one. That's yeah, enough? That's enough. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm really freaking out. All right, I'm rolling. <laughs> A 36. Hey, hey that's going to succeed. Okay. I mean, you're still going to get crit, but it succeeds. You don't die straight up. What was up. it going to do? How was it going to kill me? Uh, it was going to decapitate you. It was going to bite <gasps> your head off. <laughs> you guys imagine? I can, and it's Vividly. gruesome. Gila would Vividly. be horrified. Well, ah. would be horrified. Yeah. Gila would give a fuck. No, Gigan would be the most. My friend who slashed me would be horrified because he would be thinking that whole time that he distracted Jack just enough with the slash on his arm that he wasn't looking when the vine came and reached down and bit his head off. <laughs> Any reactions from you, Gingham? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to amulets abeyance again. So Gingham's amulet will flash. So it's at least 14 less. All right, so you're going to take 30 oh, damage, 30 Jack, damage. And then okay. you're grabbed. Oh, you're actually taking way more damage than that. This was a focused assault. So this is all four heads hitting you. So you're also taking this much extra damage. Uh, oh, 19. That's Definitely not terrible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, see. yeah. So 30 damage. And then you're grabbed. And then it's going to swallow you whole. Oh, my or it's gosh. Gonna, it's gonna against your reflex DC, Jack. Okay. My reflex DC is higher than that. It's a 34 against that 32. Okay, it tries to get you in its mouth, but you're able to squirm or I'm whatever shrimpy. you do. I'm shrimpy. I'm slippery. <laughs> you don't get swallowed. And it's going to take some bleed, four bleed, and it's going to recover or try to. It doesn't. Okay. Now it's this one down here. This one is going to snap at this guy. No, actually, this thing can snap at all of them. So it's going to snap at all three. Yeah, it's got a lot of heads. That makes sense. Yeah, Maybe it can so... swallow them all at the same time, too. Let's not give Chase ideas. Okay, so the first one hits, I think, going to crit. Yeah, it's going to crit. <gasps> oh, no. Our and friend. then the third one is going to... They're so little. They're, they are sweet summer children. Mm-hmm. Going to hit. So the top one is going to take this much damage. 20. The next one's going to take the critical damage. 44 damage. And then the third one. Oh, yeah, they're alive. Oh, okay. They're hanging in there. 25. All right. And then it's going to try to break this rice plant, but this guy is going to take the damage instead. What a hero. What heroes. Yeah, I'm so proud of these guys. How hurt do they look? These three down here are looking pretty beat up. That is its turn. Jack, you're up. Okay, Chase, I am silly. Uh-huh. It was off guard last turn. Okay. So I should have dealt sneak attack damage on that crit. Please do it. 
And it was just to explain, I have weapon specialization and I have, and Grievous, I always forget what Grievous does, but it just adds like an extra effect on the weapon specialization when you crit. So right. it makes it flat footed until the end of my next turn. Right. Oh, you Not have a just... Grievous wounding rapier, huh? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. A normal crit would have just made it off guard until my next turn, but this the Grievous makes it off guard through the end of my next turn. You got which it. Which means it's still off guard for what yeah. it's worth. So I'm going to roll my 3d6 for my sneak attack damage, 14, which would have been doubled for so the 28. Crit. 28. You got it. Okay. That's all. And now it's my turn. And I'm Now it's your turn. You are grabbed. I just escaped not getting swallowed, right? I didn't escape did. the grab. Yep. All right. Then I will try to escape first. Okay. Oh, 38 to escape. You're out. I'm shrimping out again. This thing cannot <laughs> hold on to Jack. And then I'm going to attack it. All right. Let's see it. That's a 29. It is off guard. Hits. Nice. That is 31 damage. How do you do? Thank you. Okay. It's got Jack up in its vines. It's trying to swallow him. It's like one of its jaws is like snapping and slobbering at Jack's feet and he keeps kicking it away. And then he untangles himself from the vine that's holding him. But at the same time, he drives his rapier just straight down. And so he lodges it into the vine and just like slides his way down as he falls to the ground. And it just falls in a heap of steaming acidic vines their tongues lolling out i love it Woo. Awesome. And jack All looks right. at his new friend and gives him like a thumbs up he's sweating and wipes his brow and gives you a thumbs up back and then i believe i have one more action what's the situation on the ground Frank is managing it up there we've got our three friends struggling over there i guess i'll just stride all right, you got it. I'll just start heading down to help the three. Well, at first, actually, I'll kill, after I kill this plant, Jack's going to shout over to Krunk first. Hey, Krunk, you need you need a hand or you got it? I've got this one. Okay, I figured. I'm going to go help these guys down here. It looks like they're having some trouble. You got it. That's Jack's turn. This guy is going to move over to here, and then it is going to heal his buddy. I absolutely adore that they're like just little healers and druids. <laughs> this one's going to heal for must 41. must be protected. And that is his turn. Next is this guy, and he is going to heal his buddy right next to him. They're all just healing each other. <laughs> they don't want to die. Okay, he's going to heal his buddy for 45. And then he will take a smack at this thing. And he hit. Nope, he doesn't hit. Oh, we were all excited for just a second. <laughs> Success, no. Oh. That's his turn. Now it's Gingham. Gingham is going to move down here. Sustain Forbidding Ward on Krunk. Yep. And move my exploit vulnerability over to the one that Jack is heading towards. Okay. You got it. That's Gingham. It's this one's turn, Crunk, and it's gonna go ham with all four leaves. How's about a 37? A 37 will hit, so I'm gonna do emergency targe. Okay. 
I'm going to cast my shield for my fancy wancy little thing here. Uh-huh. I'm going to do my glass shield. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. It is at a seventh level, so it's hardness seven and 16 hit points, and its damage is heightened as well. Sweet. Okay, here's the damage you take. 24 plus this because it's doing all of the heads. So 39 total. Okay. So how does that work with the glass shield? That's going to reduce your damage by seven. So you'll take 32 damage and then it will make a reflex save against your shield here. And that is going to save and it's going to take half damage, right? Yeah, basic reflex. So yeah, go ahead and roll the damage. 10. So it'll take five damage. And then you are grabbed, and as its last action, it's going to try to swallow you whole. This is going to be against your reflex DC. Ooh, that's not very good. You roll a 19? Yeah, that's swallowed for sure. Okay. You get swallowed. You take 18 damage, and down the vines you go. And then at the end of its turn, it dies. So what does this look like? (laughs) So Krunk is getting attacked by these things. He conjures up a glass shield around him and it shatters like slicing along the vines as it grabs. They lift him, choke him down somehow, and then just sort of dissolve around him as fire just ignites out of its mouths. Excellent. Dope. Since it died the turn that it swallowed you, I'm not going to make you prone. We're just going to leave you right there. It's now your turn, Crunk. I know that felt like your turn, but it wasn't. (laughs) All right. I guess that I will two action move to be behind it. I'll be flanking with this dude over here, I do believe. Yes, indeed you do. That is correct. And then I am going to just do a one action attack, I think. Okay. 27. Luckily, since it's off guard, though, that's going to hit right on the money. Okay. We've got 26 damage. 26. It takes it. And it's going to reaction bite you. Oh, let's go. That's a miss. Okay. This one is going to go move over to here. And it is going to heal its buddy down here with a heal. All the heals. Every heal. 47 to his buddy. All right. It's this one's turn. This one is going to heal Krunk. Crunk, you are going to heal for 56. That's a big one on you. Nice. Crunk uh, will let out a boisterous laugh and just heft his weapon. And then he is going to attack and it's going to hit. It's going to do a massive six damage. Oh, boy. This Crunk oh, just think right. they're adorable. They're so cute. They're just <laughs> so cute. He just wants to take care of them for the rest of his life. I love that for Crunk. This one's going to step over here to protect this rice plant just in case, and it's going to heal Jack. Can we take them home? (laughs) Yeah, can they come on every adventure with us? We're going to bring them with us. Just your little healing entourage? (laughs) Yeah. I'll work so hard to keep them alive. If they want to occasionally, you know, slice me in the arm, I can live with that as long as they heal me. (laughs) All right, it's going to be nine healing for you, Jack. (laughs) That's a lot less than the 56 that Crunk got, but okay. Jack's rethinking his decisions. Yeah, maybe we don't take them with us. Never mind. Listen, you gotta do something with the first level spell slots. 
<laughs> All right, we're back it's up to fine. the top of the round to this thing. This thing is going to attack Krunk in these two. So we'll start with Krunk. He should just full attack me. Let's see. There's a 25. It's probably going to miss you, Krunk. Super miss. And then against the guy there is going to hit. And then against the other guy is going to hit. My children! So damage on the first Krunk one. Doesn't really say that. Damage on the second one. This guy's going to take the 21. This guy's going to take that. And then it's going to spend its last action to break this rice plant. Krunk, would you like to take your reaction? Or you yeah. want to see if one of them are going to take theirs? I'll do it. Okay. Little baby healed me. You're going to take some damage then. You're going to take this much damage. 24. That's its turn. Jack, you're up. It kind of seems like you guys maybe have that one. Well, I don't know. I guess I'll come. Are the are the other things close by? Do we like know if they're sneaking up on us? I, that's I'm a little worried about leaving all the rice plants. Yeah, right. If we get hyper focused, then they can just like come over and snipe all the rest of them. Well, I was gonna say I have the action economy that I could do a perception. Like if you wanted to hold, I have the action economy that I could do that because I'm a okay. Little bit sure, of I'll I'll hold right my now. turn. I'll look at Gingham, and I'll. I'll say, do you think this is it? Oh. Yeah, I'll hold my turn until Gingham recommends a course of action. This guy's going to go. He's going to double move up to here, and he's going to attack twice. Thwap and thwap. He's just really doing his best, but it's not good enough. A for effort from these guys. They try so hard. They do. All right, this guy. And we love them for it. Three Mm -hmm. attacks. One of them's going to be a nat 20, right? The whap. All eights. The whap. Oh, one's that's a nat, nat one. one. So that's one. one. Oh, two oh, nat ones. Oh, he's going to decapitate himself. Uh, <laughs> all right. He drops his weapon and he falls prone. Oh, Baby. these poor, these poor guys. They okay. legitimately sad. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying so hard. They're getting excited. It's the heat of the battle. They're like, these guys are They're doing nervous. good. Yeah, they yeah, don't want to embarrass themselves. And they, they are embarrassing themselves. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Gingham, you're up. Okay, I would like to perceive. Here we go. I would like to nat 20 that perception. Yes. All right. You don't see any more like sentient plants around, but you do see glowing red eyes that appear to be watching the battle from right here. From right up north. Kind of where your old vine plant was, Crunk. Yeah, it's probably because that's the gap in the wall now, right? It killed oh, those two plants. True. I that's didn't have enough true. time to get over there. I ate them literally before I went. Cool. Ingham's going to... It's a stealth to tip off, right? Without To, to tip off? What do you like, mean? to tip Jack and Krunk off without tipping the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The person off. Or yeah. a creature or individual who what wants us dead. Um, yes. Okay. I'm going to try to do that. Go ahead and make that stealth. I believe in the untrained Gingham. Uh, I totally also believe. It was a 20... A 20? Yeah. Okay. Do what you would do. Gingham looks over at Jack and then goes, um, no more plants. And looks up toward that area. Says it loud enough for Krunk to hear too, in that tone. And then final action sustain. The one thing 
Help my forbidding brain. Word? Which word? Forbidding word. Thank you. Final action sustained forbidding word. On All right. Crunk. You got it. All right. What you got, Crunk? I was thinking about unleashing a really big attack because my poor little guys are getting absolutely decimated and Crunk is really afraid that they're going to get swallowed. So I am going to spend one action to charge up my spell strike. So Crunk gets into a stance and just is like a low rumbling roar building up as electricity starts to dance up and down his blade. And then he's going to attack big time. Nice. Love it. Oh, I really hope this hits. 35. 35 is two off of a crit. I will spend a hero point. Nice. All right. Roll print. again. See if I net 20. See if you get the natty 20. Do, do, do. I did not. Nope, okay. but you definitely crit. Definitely crit. Okay, so this is going to be... Let's think this through. I need to know how much I did. It was that 46 was 46 plus 72. Plus 72. All right. How you do pretty crisp. So yeah, he's charging up. It's very anime. Electricity starts like running across his sword and then builds up until it's like literally leaping off of his blade. And he brings it up behind him and just overhand chops and splits it. And they do like high-pitched squeals with all this lightning going everywhere. And then it's dust and he looks over at his little friends. Don't worry, I won't let anything hurt you. Screaming something in a language you understand, but they seem excited. And after that hit crunk, these red eyes from the jungle are going to take their readied action. And they are going to just dart lightning speed towards Jack. Let's show you guys some art and somebody can describe this. Ah, I am scared. <laughs> Who's taking uh, it? Katie's the one who has not described anything, and Gingham spotted it in the trees. So, what are we looking at? <laughs> this is a massive cobra with a head of a person, but still cobra teeth and long sn- Professor Snape like black hair, <laughs> and the card sitting in the middle of its forehead. Oh, it's really, really terrible. Okay. I don't like it. So as it darts mm-hmm. over you super quick, as soon as it stops, Jack, it arches its head to the sky and lets out this ear-piercing scream. It looks like it's in pain. Crunk, you can imagine that even though it didn't have to pass directly through the rice and bells, the presence of being surrounded by so much rice seems to be physically harming it. And it looks up at the sky and screams, and then it slowly turns towards you, Jack. 999 breaths. I have stolen. I have received the sign that my ascension is at hand. Who among you shall feed me your breath? This precious gasp I require. I think it's you. And uh, arches back to lunge at Jack. And we'll stop there for tonight. Hey, Jack, are you ready to be something's breath? Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share your thoughts with us in a review and maybe tell a fellow geek about it. If you like what we do and want more, you can find all of our links in the show notes, including our YouTube, where we've posted all of our actual play videos. 
You can also show your support by purchasing dice and accessories from Fanroll Dice with the coupon code LEVEL1GEEK for 10% off. Now, go take a long rest, drink plenty of water, and we'll catch you next time. I understand. I will censor myself now that the recording is in progress. So everyone knows. Just rein it in there. I yeah. am a good, good, nice lady. Girl. A good girl. I'm a good girl. I rolled the wrong damage. Don't even worry about that. I think we should stay with five. Five nah. damage sounds good. Yeah. I yeah. like five as a number. Just a good, yeah, it's a good number. Uh, you no. know, this is not the first time. Something has attempted to sacrifice Jack. You know? So, and it, you know what? It probably won't be the last. <laughs> uh, well, if Jack retires. In a violent manner, yes. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. Potato, potato. Exactly. Retires, dies in a ghastly fight with this monster. It's the same. Still retirement. <laughs>